everything beautiful begins on the inside and radiates out, whether it's our personal beauty or that of our business and branding. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we help you find the success that you deserve by challenging you to take an outside and inside look at your branding and business. Now, here's your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. You know, static is your enemy and you have to find your frequency, your brand frequency. Um, And so that's what the show is all about. Beautiful brands inside and out. I just recently rebranded my show from beauty inside and out to beautiful brands inside and out. And we're still going to be talking about beauty. And that covers all genres of health, wellness and beauty to be able to talk with with some of our uh, guests and clients that are struggling to be able to get their brand out there. And obviously being a guest on a podcast and a radio show is a great way to get that promotional activity. But what do you do with it even after? Because something like this can really be an evergreen marketing piece for you as a business. But then how do you use it? What do you do with it from there? So we're going to be talking about all of those things over the course of time with beautiful brands inside and out. We've got some great guest lines up. We've got uh, people that have started from nothing and made something. We've had people that have, have failed and came back to grow, uh, you know, seven-figure, multi-million-dollar businesses. We have people that I promise you the reason why they're successful is because of the type of leadership that they are. And our guest today is no different than that. He's actually going to share with us um, why he's so passionate about what he's doing. So please welcome my guest, Eric Young. Hi, Eric. Hey, how you doing? Good. You know what? Um, I'm excited to be able to talk with you today because I think that I have a lot of clients like you. I also have a lot of listeners like you where they have a business that might have two different arenas to it. One maybe being a brick and mortar business and the other one being more of a business that is personal can be done online and, and is classified kind of more of a service um, than it is a product in a sense. And I know a lot of people really struggle with marketing and branding in regards to that type of business. So I'm excited to be able to talk with you about your business and yeah. also what, um, what you're doing, what you're challenged by, but what you're doing that you love and how you're helping people. So, but before we go there, I know you got a story. So let me give you, let me give everybody a little insight on who you are. So you're, and you got to define this for me because I don't know. This is one of the things that I want to kind of caution people on right off the bat with branding is that we use a lot of acronyms in our world. So you are an NPC competitor, but honestly, I don't know what that is. So can you define that for me? Oh, yeah. Like I, um, I've competed since 2009 in um, NPC. It's, it's just a basically it's, um, it's a federation for uh, fitness competitions. So there's a handful of federations really, but um, yeah, the NPC is just one of the bigger ones. All right. Perfect. So it's just, so, so you're a competitor in this particular type of corporation. All right. You're yeah. a macro nutritionist and I'm going to have you define that in a little bit too. And you're very passionate about uh, being a nutritionist professional. And I know one of the things that I really appreciated that you said is that you were looking for people to have sustainable eating habits. And I know we're going to talk about that as well, but you spent five years developing um, meal programs for individuals um, varying from moms to, you know, national competitors to celebrities to be able to help them live a healthier lifestyle. And I'm sure that that's kind of, you know, falls into being able to lose weight as well. 
Um, yes. You're originally from Indiana, but you currently reside in Chandler, Arizona, which is where you have the brick and mortar part of your business, which is called the Body Shop. And that's actually a, a, a facility for people to go work out and have personal training um, and to be able to work with you one on one, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not Chandler, it's actually Gilbert. So yeah, oh, Gilbert, Gilbert, yeah. that's where our brick and mortar is. And yeah, we we have a handful of trainers in there that just do one-on-one, um, just one-on-one coaching. And then obviously we have the online aspect as well. Yeah. So I know that one of the things that you shared with me when we were chatting uh, earlier in the week that you hate the idea of fad diets. And yeah. I believe, like you said, people are really confused based on what they should be eating, shouldn't be eating. And I think that we have a general sense of, I know that to be good for me. And I know that to be bad for me, but it doesn't necessarily stop them from eating the bad and trying to eat the good. So you're going to give us a little insight on that, the kind of the misuse of diet trends and, and ways that people go about trying to lose weight that maybe is not the healthy alternative. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I would love for you to start with sharing your story because you don't become like a competitor and a nutritionist um, just for the fun of it. I bet you got a story that you want to share with us. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always, like, I've always loved the the health aspect and just eating healthy and, you know, working out. And I've kind of always just helped people on the side never really, um, you know, re- never really did it just full time. I just, I always had a, uh, a corporate job. I worked for a couple of different banks from the ages of 19 all the way to, like 32. And, um, and yeah, like it just, it was one of those things where I was started helping a few people and then it kind of just snowballed from there. And then, uh, the bank that I was working at, I just felt like we were in sales and it just, I don't know, we weren't doing the right thing. And for me, just in order to hit a bonus, like I have to sleep at night, you know, like I can't just do things that are against what I believe. So I kind of just took that leap of faith and, ended up going to start with a personal training facility. Um, I did that for a few years and then was, um, I did that for a few years, then was able to kind of turn that into our own brick and mortar. And then that's kind of how we got to where we were today. Perfect. So, so what's your real story though, Eric? Cause you know, it's like, you felt like you're a competitor. You look like you're in good health. You look like you're in good shape and everything, yeah. but something's calling you to be able to help other people. What is it for you? Yeah, it's just overall health and just wanting them to live longer. And, you know, a lot of us have families and it's just, I don't know, there's just, there's a lot of different fad diets out there that really just, it's like nobody knows what to believe anymore. So really it's one of those things. Yeah. No one knows, you know? So that's why I, I just, I don't know. I just, I really want people to be able to live longer and just be around for their family. And just when you eat good and you lose weight and your lower body fat, you just feel better and you have more confidence. And I just, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. What do you say? You know, how do you, when, when somebody says, what do you do? What do you say? Yeah, I, I say that I, um, yeah, I, I put together meal plans based off what people like. It's very non-restrictive so that they can literally eat what they love and not feel like they're dieting. And like, I want it to be a sustainable approach so that when they lose weight, they're able to keep the weight off. And um, it's really hard to do that when you're doing these crazy fad diets and crash diets, you know? So with this, it's one of those things where you can still enjoy life and still be able to 
you know, be casual of friends and still be able to stick to the plans and still be able to see the results that you want to see. All right. So that was, that was really long. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> all I was doing was thinking is, oh my God, he's totally, no, don't apologize. That's kind of yeah. the reason why we have the show going on is to be able to help people really refine that message that they want to be able to do. So the first part, you help people with meal plans. Like yes. that right there, that says a lot to me because I think, oh, I kind of get really busy and then I just end up uh, putting something together fast or eating some of the most unhealthy choices that I can, or sometimes just like not even eating at all. Like just like, Ugh, there's nothing here. I don't want to go out. I'm, I'm not interested in fast food. Um, and so then I don't eat anything at all. And those are all kind of like red flags to you, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Now, how do you, how do you then tell? Cause I'm sure it's like, you know, a doctor or even a hairdresser, that gets it a lot. It's like, oh, well, what would you do for me? Or that type of thing. So then people engage with you to some degree and want to be able to find out what's, you know, what is this meal plan? And I know that there's, here's, here's a couple of variations that I hear all the time. You know, don't skip breakfast, uh, three meals a day. Um, try to eat your biggest meal earlier in the day, not later in the day. Uh, fast, maybe fast, fasting versus three meals yeah. a day. Um, right. snack all day long on high protein items throughout the day. Like which one's right? Yeah. Really like you're just shooting in the dark unless you know how many calories that your body needs to maintain. That's literally it. Like you can, you can eat healthy all day long. You can just eat healthy foods. There's a lot of misconceptions with, you know, eating five meals a day to help your metabolism and you know, there's just so many misconceptions out there. So really, like you have to know what your maintenance is for your body in order to maintain your weight. Then from there, that's where you're able to go into a caloric deficit in order to lose weight. So again, unless you know what your caloric maintenance is, then it would be impossible for you to put together a plan or just figure out how to lose weight unless you, unless you know what that is. Yeah. Okay. So do you believe that the only way to lose weight is to reduce calories. No, I mean, you can also add in more activity, Okay. but then, the, but then there also becomes that fine line to where if you're not eating enough food and then you add more activity, then a lot of times you just don't lose weight or you start putting on weight because your body is in starvation mode. So you know, it's just, it, oh, it's, so it's like, holding, it's holding on to the weight. Yeah. 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 If, um, I mean, if you're eating, if you're eating a thousand calories a day and then you start doing more activity and you're doing an extra 45 minutes of cardio, then your body just, you know, isn't eating the, it's not consuming the food or, di food or digesting it because you're burning everything that you're eating. So yeah. there's definitely like a happy medium in there with calories. And when it comes to adding in cardio or extra cardio. Perfect. So, so helping people design meal plans that um, sustain their lifestyle yeah. are healthy. And then it's the choice of, is, are you just choosing healthy or are you choosing weight loss? Cause, cause those are two, those are two different buckets. Would you say? Uh, oh, for sure. There's a lot of people that just don't have a healthy relationship with food and a lot of them still are looking to lose weight. So it just depends when they sign up with us, what the overall goal is. Is it for weight loss or is it really to learn more about nutrition and food and what to eat and how to eat it? So it really just depends on the goal for that person. 
But yes, completely two different things for sure. Good. So we we covered a lot just in the first few minutes of the show that I think people struggle with in regards to the business you have and the services that you offer. So it's, it, uh, I definitely, you know, I get that there's a huge market out there for people to want to be able to do business with you. It's just being able to find it. So who would you say are like define one ideal client for you? Um, one ideal client, just someone who's willing to, um, someone who's willing to just trust the process and, um, and really just be able to give it their all. And, um, and really that's it. I mean, we can help literally anybody. So it's just, they have to be able to trust the process because it's, it's a lot different than what you think it is, you know, like there's just so many different fads out there and so many different misconceptions and the way that we do things is much different. So as long as they're willing and able to trust the process, then really our ideal client is anybody. I mean, we work with people out of state, out of the country. Um, you know, we manage 500 clients that are all over all over the U.S. So really, yeah. everyone is our ideal client as long as they're willing to to listen and just trust the process. What's the one thing they have in common? Um, I, honestly, I would say probably just having, um, I don't know, their opinion of food just isn't, isn't correct. And it's just a lot of people have bad relationships with food. And okay. That's so someone thing. that has someone, and, and how do you define that person? I mean, are they typically overweight? Um, are they typically depressed? I would say typically overweight, um, just because I feel like a lot of people get in that cycle where they restrict themselves all week and they eat healthy all week or they eat good all week. And then on the weekends, they just go for it. And oh, that's not okay. It, no, that's not okay. That is not okay. That's like, that's Damn it. I know that's like, I don't want to say it's borderline. I don't want to say it's eating disorder, but it's borderline. You know, if you're yeah. sitting there and you're, you know, restricting yourself all week and then all weekend you binge and then you get right back to restricting yourself again, then you just get in this cycle and it just continues and continues and continues. And then people just literally, they don't know what to do, you know? So. Well, and the body can't know what to do either because you're jacking it up, you know, high and low and high and low. Okay. So let, can we talk about some of these fads that are out there and you can maybe help us kind of define what's maybe there's something good about them. Maybe it's maybe what's good about them though, isn't, doesn't work for everybody. So I think the, the, the big one right now that everybody's talking about is keto. Yeah. Keto or intermittent fasting, they kind of go hand in hand. Oh, but okay. See, I didn't even but, know that. So that's good. Yeah. A lot of people that do keto, they do the intermittent fasting also where they eat or they fast for 16 hours and then have an eight hour window where they eat. Um, but you know, in, in my opinion, just keto, it's you're so restricted with carbs that you literally you cut out all of your carbs. You're just getting trace carbs from veggies. And yeah, you're going to lose weight quick. But unless you know how to add in food slowly and kind of reverse diet out of your, your diet, then you're going to gain all the weight back. And that's the biggest fad right now, I think, is keto. And I've just, I have so many people that have done keto and lost the weight and then gained it back. And then once they want to lose it again, it's not going to come off as easy as it did because your body isn't used to that. You know, it's just anything that's drastic, your body's not going to get used to and Majority of the time, you're going to end up gaining it all back and then some. 
So it's so keto is really an elimination of carbs. And 100%. somebody that's a very active person, that can be dangerous, right? Because don't they, if they're a high energy or they work out a lot type of person, isn't carbs kind of a, a, a you know, a natural partner with them? Uh, yes and no. I mean, you can still do keto. And, and usually if you're doing keto, your fat's really high and then your protein's really high because you're still making up for that carb deficit. Oh, so okay. calorie, calories usually aren't super low. So really, no, that's not going to affect, affect that just in overall because like calories in versus calories out. But yes, if people, a lot of people don't really know how to do keto also. So it's like they'll do a revised version where they're eating a little extra protein and not a lot of extra fat. And then yes, that will come into play when you, um, when you're burning all those calories working out a lot. And if you're not getting enough calories, that's where it's going to be detrimental to your metabolism and your health in general. Okay. So when you reference fats, obviously this is a word that in the world of the consumers, I'm thinking cupcakes and cookies and oh, yeah. candy. Yeah. So what? there's obviously good fats. Can you define a few of those good fats for us? Good fats would just be healthy fats. So avocados, any type of nuts, peanut butter, olive oil, coconut oil, um, anything like that would be considered the good, good slash healthy fats. Yeah. So it yeah. sounds like it's an ingredient, not a meal. Yeah, basically, you know, okay. yes. So like I can munch on some nuts or, you know, cut an avocado and, and right. hollow it out. But, uh, you know, how do I, how do I eat coconut oil? Right. I'm and, cooking and, with and, it. Yeah, cooking with it, putting it in shakes. Some people make their own protein shakes. Right. But, but again, even, even if they're doing keto and they're eating a lot of fat and they're constantly eating fat all day, that doesn't mean they're going to lose weight. So again, there, there's got to be some type of guideline, which I feel like a lot of people these days, they don't really know what keto is. They just think keto is low carb. So they're not really adding that extra fat or adding that extra protein. Mm -hmm. So really, they're just eating super low calories. And we see it all the time. I mean, we so, see it all the time. Yeah. So one of the things with your brand that is crucial to people's success is educating them along the way. So yeah, they're buying yeah, one, a service, but, but you have to continually educate them because yeah. we've had, I mean, you know, you get to somebody at, at my age bracket, I've had a lot of bad habits for a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody though, that's just how, yeah. that's how it goes. You know, it's just, it's life. It's normal. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Perfect. Now, so, so let's go back to then this ideal client. Cause I want to define it even help you define it even more for you. So you know, it's, it, do you, do you see a trend more with it being female or male? Mainly, well, I don't know. I mainly females. That's the majority of our clientele. Okay. I'd say maybe 10% male, but I feel like the male aspect, we all just like, we already know what to do. It's just doing it. You know, like I feel like for, as us as men, it's just sometimes it's kind of hard to ask for help. And, you know, we think we know how to eat healthy and we think that's going to do it. But a lot of the times that's not that's not the case, you know? Yeah, true. But, yeah. So female is maybe your, your, your target client that you're, yeah. that you're working with. And, and what's that age range that you're, that you're working with in those female clients? I'd say anywhere from 22 to probably 60 to 65. Okay. So marketing to that group, that span is very difficult. Like, yes. you know, somebody that's 22 is, 
you know, has a whole different mindset than somebody that's 55 type of thing. So you'd have to be able to market very differently to those type of people and um, to be able to have them do that. So, so narrow that down even a little bit more. Who's, who's the client you want to work with? What's the one that is Um, really, you see the greatest results and you are incredibly passionate about their transformation. Yeah, I, I mean, really, it's it's like most of the clients we have are women that are just educated and like have families and really just are are trying to just help themselves and just be able to be around for their family and their kids. Like that's the main thing. Like we just we yeah. want people to feel better about themselves. And as people lose weight, they start having this confidence, and you can see that when they do their check ins and they get excited about it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, re- yeah. So. I mean, obviously, we are living in a obese society, you know, I mean, it's, it, you can't help but notice it. I mean, you know, especially if you go to a place where there is um, a crowd of people, you know, a concert, a sporting event, a, you know, a festival or something like that. Um, you really look around and you think we're doing something wrong. Yeah. And, you know, is it that we're just being lazy? Is it that we're just looking for convenience food? What, what's happening to us over the last 20, 30 years that we are just getting fatter and fatter, Eric? Yeah, I, I think it's honestly, I think it's just convenience. And I, I know that just, you know, after working all day long, the last thing you want to do is come home and cook a meal and take 45 minutes to prep and cook. So my opinion, I think it's just, it's all about the convenience and you know, there's fast food joints everywhere, everywhere. And, everywhere. and I, I literally, my wife and I just looked this up yesterday because we were curious. And 20 years ago, the average waist size was 32. And now the average waist size is 38. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a significant change in waist size over the last 20 years. And, I, and again, I, I just, I think that's all due to just the convenience of food and eating out. And, you know, when you're eating more whole foods, you, you get full because you're getting more volume because it's healthy. But when you're eating a Big Mac or an In-N-Out burger, you know, it's not a lot of food, but it's a ton of calories. So that's really the thing. You have to eat more to feel full, but really you're just getting way more calories than what your body's used to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is part of the problem. I mean, it's, uh, it's, and for those people that do, they have a very busy lifestyle. So planning those meals, um, and, you know, coming home and taking the time and having to plan. And because usually it's like, now I got to stop at the grocery store to get the food. Right. Then I still have to go home and cook the food. But I think for this ideal client that you're talking about, you know, this middle-aged woman, we'll call her, um, that has a family. I think that she's seeing that if she's not being head of household in regards to this conversation, then she's not only failing her family, she's failing herself. Yeah. And, you know, and I think every woman is conscious of, I want my children to be healthy and I want my children to, let's face it, we want them to fit in too. We don't want them being bullied. We don't want them being, you know, the, the standout kid that looks like that. And um, so, you know, we're trying to do things that, make better choices for people. But then I, but then I'm, I'm not sure we, we know exactly what to do in regards to that. Now I, I definitely, Eric, when we get into our second segment here, cause we're going to be taking a break in about five minutes, but when we get into our second segment, I want to talk about some of the meal plans um, that you help your clients with um, 
and that gets them excited about wanting to prepare their own meals and yeah. what what that looks like for them in a day. Because I think that, you know, I think when we think, oh gosh, I need to lose, let's see, here's this weird dynamic here. I need to lose 20 pounds. And it's not 50, it's not a hundred, it's 20 pounds. But 20 pounds is like, oh, never mind, I could live with it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just eat what I want, type of thing. Yeah. But 20 pounds turns into 25, turns into 30, especially if you're being inactive. Yep. Um, but 20 pounds seems like the hardest thing to lose in the world, even 10 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It just, honestly, it all comes down to just calories in versus calories out. And I feel like most people just try to eat healthy. And once your body gets used to what you're doing, that becomes your maintenance. So it's like, if you're not eating a lot of food and you just are a light eater, it will be almost impossible for you to lose 10 or 20 pounds because if you're only eating a thousand calories and you're not eating anything more Then, like in order to lose weight. You have to be in a deficit, which means you have to eat 500 calories. And that's just, you can't do that. That's not oh, enough food. So right, that's right. just, so that's, that's the, I think the, the big misconception is where, is where you can eat healthy all day long And if you're eating the same amount of food that your body's used to, you're not going to lose weight. So eating healthy doesn't really equate to weight loss unless you're eating a lot less than what you were eating. So, so healthier foods and in some cases less. Yeah. Yeah. Healthier foods, but less. But again, it, it all is based off of what your body is used to. So if you're a light eater and you just kind of, you know, don't eat a lot, but you eat all eat healthy and you eat 1200 calories, then if your body's used to that, then that's your maintenance. So you'll continue to maintain your current physique eating 1200 calories. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh, I'm eating 1200 calories. Why aren't I losing weight? It's like, well, you've been eating 1200 calories for six months and your body has now adapted to that. And it's impossible to lose weight when you're eating what your body's used to. It's eat, you're, you're eating what your maintenance is. Uh, so yes, 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 yes. So that's that misconception. And it, and it takes more than a week of eating healthy to kind of oh see the God, results, yes. which we're going to, we're going to talk about when we come back from our break. So, uh, so stay with us for those of you who are on Facebook. Thanks for joining me. Uh, my guest is Eric Young. He is from the body shop. And one of the services that he does is nutritional coaching. And one of the things that I'm doing is I'm brand coaching with my guest, Eric, right now, too, to help him really refine the type of messaging that he needs in order to connect with the type of clients that he wants to be able to connect with. Because, you know, it seems like the type of work that he's doing and the type of business that he has that everybody would be interested. But the truth is, is I think that there's a lot of choices out there in the market that he's in, in diet, exercise, and nutrition um, in that particular category. So we're going to continue to help him with some branding support in the next segment. He's also going to help us with some meal planning support in the next segment too. So, hey, you guys, I also want to let you know before we take this break that if you're interested in getting a brand audit, in other words, maybe you are looking at your website, you're looking at your social media uh, platforms. Um, maybe you're just thinking, I don't even know how to be able to define my ideal client. I don't even know how to be able to maybe come up with that. When somebody says, what do you do? And you have that beautiful one-liner that can kind of carry and engage in a conversation for people to want to know more. If that's something you're interested in, I do, I'm doing brand audits. They're 
90-minute segments, and we look at your entire business, including you as part of the business, and help you refine the messaging, develop that content that's going to be able to support you with your business. And if you're interested in that, I want you to go to brandme.club. So www.brandme.club, and it'll give you an option to set up that appointment with me, and I'll help you out with your brand. Okay, Eric, we're going to be right back. I can't wait to hear some of these meal plan ideas because um, I'm ready. I'm ready for this transformation for myself. And um, I probably just need to hire you, but I'm glad that I have you on here uh, on my show dedicated uh, to this conversation so that I can also be educated as well. So stand by everybody. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. My guest is Eric Young. He's with The Body Shop, and he despises fad diets, uh, overnight weight loss trends, and misuse of appetite suppressants. And I'm telling you, I'm going to admit it, and I want you to admit it too. We've all done that. I've done every single one of those things. Um, And, you know, honestly, I I can't say that I got really good results. Um, on any one of them either. You know, I might have lost a few pounds for a special event or, um, you know, maintained it for a little while. But the truth is, is that I have a, I like eating food. I also like cooking. Um, and I 
have a definite addiction to sugar, which I shared um, while we were on the break. And so I'm going to, I'm going to have Eric kind of take me on as a client here a little bit and maybe guide me as to what are some things I can do. And, and Eric, I'm definitely interested in when you talk about meal planning, it's just, and even though you said it wasn't restrictive, it feels restrictive. I feel like, oh crap, I'm going to have to eat this stuff I don't like, or I'm going to have to, you know, like cook chicken and rice and eat that yeah. five days a week. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's what's going through my head. So can you kind of right. like, give us a better picture? Yeah. So really, in my opinion, I don't think that there's good or bad food. Like we, we don't look at food as good or bad. When we put together these meal plans, we are doing 80% whole foods because again, we, we still want to be healthy. And then the other 20% we call fun foods. And that's where those cookies come in. That's where those Hershey kisses come in. So like we want you to look forward to your meals. So you may have a, a meal or two that's going to be chicken and rice because you know you got to have some type of protein, some type of carb. Either it's rice or potatoes or quinoa, tortilla. Those are all very similar. You know, okay. so I feel like, yeah, so you'd still be able to have a few of your cookies. Um, a lot of our clients, especially women, ex- you know, especially when that time comes around, they want to have chocolate and people just have a sweet tooth. So and we want to make and wine. <laughs> Wine's on, wine is on the, I swear, wine is on our plans. Um, but again, we just, we want it to feel as, as non restrictive as possible because. We want you to stick to the plans. And like you said, eating chicken and veggies or chicken and rice two or three times a day all week long, you're going to get bored of that. And that's just how it goes. So yeah, we, we want to put together plans that, um, that are sustainable and something that you can do on a daily basis so that you still look forward to your meals instead of dreading eating that chicken and rice meal every single day. Yes. Perfect. So uh, one of the things, and I'm just going to kind of catch people up here a little bit since we just started the watch party. Uh, one of the things that uh, Eric has has come on the show is to be able to look at how his brand is impacting lives. And one of the things that we talked about was that, and this was earlier in the week when we were chatting, was, you know, he's he's more than a nutritional coach. Really, one of the things he does, he helps people transformation their tra- create transformation with their relationship with food. That in itself right there. That's what I want. I, yes, I need to be educated on better meal plans. Yes. I, yes, I need to kind of have more discipline, I think in my, my, uh, my choices of food, but I want that transformation in my eating habits that is going to result in me feeling better and looking better. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. That's, that's the transformation we're looking so, not just physical, but mental also. And yeah. So when you say that you're a nutritional coach, um, you know, where do you start with a client? Like, are you doing the typical thing when you go to a gym and you're, you're weighing and measuring? And, and of course, I'm sure you're asking a thousand questions in regards to what type of activity they're doing. What do they typically eat and everything? And then where's that, where's that tipping point that comes in for you that says, I've got the perfect plan? Yeah, it's, it's really just very situational because everybody's different and everybody enjoys different foods and everybody's in a different place with food. Um, so, so with that is, yeah, we, we want to know exactly how much food you're eating. So we have you do a three-day food journal. Mm-hmm. Based off of that, that's where we figure out where their maintenance is or what their average food intake is a day. 
And then from there, we're able to kind of just say, hey, you're eating enough food, so let's put you in a deficit and let's put together these plans based off of the foods that you like. So on that, they would fill out a questionnaire and on that questionnaire, there's going to be, like you said, a handful of questions. It's going to have all the food options that we have in our database and they just click the foods that they like. And that's what we use to put together their plans. And plans meaning uh, 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 three meals a day in most cases with those in-between snacks to keep yeah. you going? Yeah, it all, it all depends on the person's situation. So if they're like, we have a lot of nurses and a lot of clients who have to eat on the go. So yeah, they're eating usually three meals and a couple snacks. Um, there's no right or wrong. I mean, you can eat all of your food in eight hours or you can spread it out. So it really depends on the person. There's no right or wrong. Um, you know, eating food, eating carbs past five o'clock, that's okay. You know, you hear eating carbs at night are bad. And it's like, uh, you know, brownies past five (laughs) o'clock, if they fit into your diet that day, you're good. No, I swear. I I have, I have clients and and I don't, I I try to do, you know, 80% whole, whole foods, 20% fun foods. I have clients that do more like 60, 40 because they enjoy their carbs. And I have clients that literally save a hundred grams of carbs for at night so they can have ice cream before bed. And I know it sounds crazy. No, but, but, but honestly, there's something very soul enriching about that. Like, I like that. Yes. You know, yes. I, I don't, and I don't want to eat anything too rich, too heavy, too sweet. But boy, I tell you what, a little bowl of ice cream, I am yeah. happy. Yeah, I would, I would say the majority of our clients either do cereal for dessert, cereal with milk, or they do skinny cow ice cream sandwiches because mm-hmm. you get a good bang for your buck. They're not a lot of calories and you get to eat they an taste ice cream good. sandwich and they taste great and they're convenient. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need, like usually you get them at the store and you have them the whole week. And, and it's, it's managed by it, size. It, it is, yes. You know, you could go for two of them, but you, but your conscious knows that. But, you know, yeah. you could do an extra scoop of ice cream and your conscious is going, oh, it just fell in my bowl. Yeah. And, yeah. and with this, it's, plan, it's planned out. Like everything to the T is planned out. So all you need to literally do is just follow the plans. And if it says one ice cream sandwich, you're only eating one and you don't feel like you need to eat two because you're not being restricted. You know, like you're eating the foods that you love. So really you're not looking at like, oh, I need to binge and eat all this ice cream because I'm restricting. You're not. So really eating one sandwich, ice cream sandwich, you feel fine and you like you craved your sweet tooth. Now, in regards to the, 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 the plan itself and being able to do that, um, how long do clients work with you before they feel like, okay, I get it. I'm, I, I got it. I'm going to take this on. Yeah. I would say usually like two to three weeks because I feel like a lot of people are skeptical because again, you're eating foods that you typically aren't able to eat when you're put on a diet. So it really takes a couple of weeks for them to really kind of trust the process and see like, Oh, I'm having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which normally I don't think I could ever eat that when I'm trying to lose weight but then they see that they are losing weight and that's where we really are able to work with them on um, you know, the, the healthier relationship with food and not looking at food as good or bad because they're seeing the numbers. They're seeing the trends. Every week they weigh in, you have a tracker and it tracks your weight. It tracks everything. So you can see your decrease in weight and you can see the foods that you're eating and then just mentally, you know, and it just helps you realize that food isn't bad. You know, like there aren't good and bad foods. Like you just, 
you have to make sure they fit in your plan for the day. And as long as they do, then you're good. Yeah, there's the, uh, sorry. You're good. My dog has to be on my lap right now. Um, <laughs> there is, there's the chicken and the egg theory in regards to this. You know, it's like, I want to work out more, but I don't have the energy because I'm not eating a very good diet. And then once I start eating a better diet, I do have higher energy and then I want to be able to work out. But, you know, there's a point where it's like, you got to start somewhere. Do you believe that the nutrition is the, that's where you should start? Like get on some healthy yeah. eating habits and, and For then sure. start bringing some activities and stuff in. Yeah. Just because again, your, your body is used to what you're doing. So if you're already not working out and just, let's just say, you know, you have a full-time job, you have a family. Um, a lot of times people just don't have time to work out, you know, or like you said, the, the foods that they're eating and they're not fueling their, their body like they need to, they just don't have the energy. So yes, uh, the good place to start is just the nutrition coaching because you're still going to lose weight regardless. Even if you're not doing activity, you're still eating less than what your body's used to. So you'll still be able to lose weight. And then usually after it's kind of seems like it's four to six weeks after they start losing, then they start getting the itch to start working out because they're feeling better about themselves and they have more energy and they're just more motivated. So they know that working out is only going to help the weight loss. Yeah. The, uh, and I know that it sounds like the meal plans are very individualized for each and every one of your clients. Um, but give us an idea, just like throw out kind of a basic meal plan that somebody would eat that, what would they eat in a day? Yeah. I, again, it really depends on the amount of food they're currently eating. So that's, that question's tough because it just depends on the amount of food they're eating. If they're eating 1200 calories, then normally I would start them around there to see how their body responds. Right. But a typical day would be, um, let's just see. And again, like you said, it's all, it is tailored. So some people don't like eggs and we're not going to put those eggs in there, obviously. So it really depends on the person, but a typical day would be eggs and oatmeal or eggs and toast. Uh, a snack would be a protein shake and then some fats with that. So it'd be cashews or almonds or peanut butter. Um, lunch could be anything from chicken and veggies or some type of protein, uh, protein and a carb. So any type of meat, any type of carb being a tortilla um, sometimes we'll put cheese in there if that's what they want. Um, uh, their next snack would be anything from, usually it's a fruit or yogurt because we want to throw in obviously the healthy foods as well, the whole foods. So we would throw in some type of fruit with peanut butter or more almonds or more cashews there. And then dinner would be, um, something they really want to eat tacos, uh, chicken tacos, steak tacos, spaghetti, hamburgers. I mean, literally it, anything. It just depends on what the client wants. But typically, it's some type of protein, some type of carb, and some type of veggie. And then for dessert, we try to give them something that's sweet. Hershey Kisses, that's a big one. Like I was saying, the Skinny Cow Ice Cream Sandwich is a big one. Um, you know, everybody's different. So it just depends on what their sweet yeah. tooth is. And that's, we just try to really make sure we throw that in there. Because again, throwing that extra sweet in there, like A-Rod said, those cookies, like I have clients that love cookies, and they're going to throw in four or five chips of white cookies and then they're solid and then they feel yeah, good, yeah. you know? So yeah, so that's, we have this database of food that we've built and we have over 3000 options of foods and restaurants and all sorts of stuff. So really we can do anything. Perfect. So one of my favorite meals is Mexican food. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was going to be kind of really being conscious of eating healthy and everything, what would be that best choice on the menu for me oh, to be oh. eating? 
hundred percent would be fajitas. Yeah. are great because it's, it's easy because it's meat and it's veggies. And then you are able to limit the amount of rice and the amount of sour cream and cheese that you put on there and all your toppings. So, um, when it comes to like best bang for your buck, for sure fajitas, when you go to a restaurant, a Mexican food restaurant. Yeah. So the rice, the tortillas and the chips, those are where you have to kind of make the choices because that's what's going to put you over the edge, right? For, for sure. But again, it's all it all depends on what your calories are for the day. If, if you just, let's just say, for instance, if you have 150 grams of carbs you eat daily and you're in your head thinking like, okay, I can have some chips, I can have some rice, then I can have tortillas, then you can do that. But just know the rest of your day it's going to be protein and veggies because you're eating up the majority of your carbs carbs. for your Mexican food. So we try to look at it as like a budget. You're, you have a budget of proteins, carbs, and fats. And then once you reach that budget, then you're done with that for the day. Okay. So is this this different from like, you know, the, the, the WW, their, their new, their new term, the W weight watchers and all, and all of those things. I mean, is that kind of, the, the pattern that, that you're looking at in regards to that is balancing the right foods and limiting um, and keeping track of things? It's, it's a little different because Weight Watchers doesn't really look at macros, which are protein, carbs, and fats. They're just looking at total calories. Okay. So, so it's, it's definitely different in that aspect. And when you look at calories and you just do calorie restriction, that'll work for a period of time. But there still needs to be a good ratio of proteins, carbs, and fats. So you may lose weight on Weight Watchers right away, but then you're going to plateau and then, then you're not going to go anywhere. So with this, it's, it's a little bit different because we're not looking just at calories. We're looking at your proteins, your carbs, and fats. Because on Weight Watchers, you can eat you know things that are one and two points and it's just the majority of your day is going to be all carbs. And that's not ideal for weight loss because you have to have some protein. You have to have some fat. So- it's definitely a little bit different. Okay. So then in, how are you keeping track of this? So I'm going into a program or a system and I'm kind of like sharing with you what you're eating and that's helping to calculate how many carbs I'm eating in a day, how many grams of this and how many grams of that. Cause yeah, I mean, so that's you, something I'm not going to take the time to do. This is oh, where I'm the typical not. consumer. Yes. And, and that's why we do what we do. We don't just give people numbers. We put together the plans based off the foods that they like. So yeah, we, we built um, on Google Docs, we've built our own database and our own program, basically. So when you sign up, you'll get three meal plans based off the foods that you like. Um, all the plans will be done, the macros, the calories, everything's literally on there so that you don't have to think or do math or keep okay, track of perfect. it. You literally just follow the plans. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's, I think that's the help and the support that people need today. Um, they need the plan to be able to go to the grocery store. They need the the food list so that they're buying the right things. Um, they need the support of being able to help the calculations because I'm not going to calculate. I don't want to keep track of it. No. I mean, I'll, I'll work with a plan based on kind of like, Bonnie, if you do this, you're going to feel better. You're probably going to lose some weight. Um, and just you got to just kind of keep maintaining that. And, and if you go off, you come back onto it and yeah. maintain it type of thing. Right. Yeah. And that's why like this, the goal with this is to be able to teach clients so that they understand going forward. So when they lose the weight, they're going to keep it off and then they don't need us for the rest of their life. You know, like obviously like they, they want to use us for a period of time, 
but then they want to feel comfortable with what they're doing. And we do give them that comfort level to where they understand the process. And once they lose the weight, they'll have no problem keeping it off because again, they, they learn so much during the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very powerful. So when we talked about the branding perspective for you, Eric, the, uh, too, is, you know, understanding the, the, the right phrase for you to be able to define what it is that you really offer. So, you know, and, and in order to attract that ideal client, not every client, but an ideal client, because there's that, there's kind of like that funnel system, you know, where it's like, if you narrow in your messaging to the the type of person that you believe is going to get the greatest results from the work that you're doing, the people on the outside of the sphere of that are also going to gravitate in as well. But you're marketing to that one particular type of person and you're really sharing with them two different conversations. One is their problems they're having, okay? And the success that they're going to get. So what are some of the things that your clients have said after working with you and they've been on it for a little while and they're starting to maintain this better and more nutritional eating habits. Uh, sorry, I, what was your, I didn't understand your what, full question. What are, some of your, what are some of your past clients, what do they say about this process and you? Uh, just a- after the process, after they've lost the weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 going I mean, through the program as you've designed it. Yeah, just, just being in a better spot with food. I mean, that's, that's the biggest key because you have to have a good relationship with food. And if you're that person that's out there and saying, Oh, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I'm on a diet. Then, you know, it makes it hard to be social and enjoy yourself. And really like, that's what we want. Like we want people to, you know, be able to go to dinner and have a few drinks and enjoy themselves and still be able to maintain or still be able to lose weight. So that's probably the biggest takeaway is just, you know, being able to just sustain your, your weight that you've lost, but still be able to, be out in a social setting and still not hold back, but still understand that if I'm eating more carbs there, I can pull back food earlier and still be good. So just, I guess the the overall process is just, you know, being in a good spot with food and just knowing, you know, how to navigate your macros during the day. That's probably the biggest takeaway from that. Yeah. Now I know you work with a variety of different clients and I know one of them is a celebrity that you mentioned to me on the phone. Um, I, I'm always interested. How does celebrities stay in shape? How do they keep their, you know, their physique? And it's like, oh, of course they have money so they can hire these people and they can work out. But, you know, not always. I mean, they're, they have busy lives just like any of us. They're on set sometimes for hours on end, months on end. They don't necessarily have that, you know, that freedom that we think they do just because they might have money. So tell us a little bit about the celebrity side of things. Yeah, with um, like with that, like with I, I help out Hillary Duff. I've been working with her for a couple months, and um, and yeah, with her, it's a little different because I talk to her on a daily basis, and I'm really just navigating what she's has planned for the day. So, um, like usually in the mornings, we'll shoot her a text and just you know say, hey, what do we got for today? And usually it's dinners out or meals out, and it's just really trying to navigate the same having the meal plan, but still giving her options so that when she goes to a restaurant, she can say, Hey, here's what's on the menu. And here's my options of food. Like, here's what I want. What can I do? So it's a little different because, you know, obviously they're way more busy and them being on set and having 
more meetings. It's, it's a lot different. And a lot of t- bad food on set. You know, you always hear the story where it's like, you know, Kraft Foods comes on and there's just nothing but donuts and bagels. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's just really planning your day. You know, if if you know that you're going to have a day where you're going to be around that stuff and you don't want to restrict, then you just know for breakfast, you're probably just going to be eating, you know, eggs and veggies or having a protein shake because you know that you're going to get a lot of food in later in the day. So it's really just navigating that and just compensating for the extra food you're going to have at night, you have to eat less earlier in the day. Yeah, perfect. Well, I really appreciate everything that you've shared. And it does make a lot of sense. And um, I want my listeners to know that, you know, you can work with Eric, no matter where you're at. I mean, obviously, you don't have to be in Arizona to be able to work with him. Because one of the things he does is he does his nutritional coaching, you know, by phone, um, by text, and you know, you're going to fill out the system and you're going to work the system and he's going to be there as a coach to be able to support you through that. So you can find him at the body shop, gilbert.com. And if you click on nutritional dash coaching, um, the service area and uh, click on the nutritional coaching, you'll be able to find out a little bit more about the program he has. And Eric, I hope to be able to work with you further and help you refine your brand even a little bit more because that service-based business where you're offering um, something that's not tangible and the results are not always immediate is a harder business to be in for sure. But I can see that you're very passionate about it. And, um, and I, I, I can see that, you know, you make a difference in people's lives and transforming their eating habits. And I think that's why you're in it, right? Yeah, agree. hundred percent. Any, any other way that people can reach out to you other than going to your website? Do you have a, a social handle you want them to follow? Uh, yeah, on, on Instagram, I'm the flexible.dieting.coach. Flexible.dieting.coach. I'm going to write that down. Perfect. And that's the same for, I think, Instagram as well. So, or for, um, Facebook as well. Perfect. All right. And I'll post that up on the Facebook page so that people can find you as well. Thanks for your time today. I look forward to working with you more and, um, I look forward to putting together my own meal plan. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, need, I appreciate it. I need some help. I tried on some clothes that I hadn't worn, like special occasion clothes. Yeah. Didn't they didn't right. hey. <laughs> I know I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> they didn't fit, so I'm all over it. All right, you guys, stay with us as we continue on this path of finding out more about beautiful brands inside and out. Next week I'm working with a gal. Her name is Kara Shell. And she is, we're going to talk about how she defined her brand because she started out in one position and has inevitably moved into several other positions and then even starting her own business based on her expertise. So we're going to talk about the brand called Her and how you can do that same thing to be able to maybe get behind, get out of that corporate position like Eric did and start your own business and really nurture the things that you want to be doing in life, not what other people want you to be doing in life. And it all starts with a brand. So remember that it's if static is your enemy, you got to be able to find that brand voice. And as always, remember to be you in beauty. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.